Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for tuning in to Joel's Bar. How you guys doing? It's a fiery day. Every one of you is a volcano. An active volcano. The day you're born again, you became a volcano. And then religion came and tried to seal you up with externalism and bewitchment and do's and don'ts and just be good by your own human energy. You don't even need the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Just blow off the cap of all the bewitchment from everyone's mind. Cleanse every heart, every mind for a full release of all these spirits. Father of spirits is his name. Fathering spirits is his game. It's all he does is take you from glory to glory. Your spirit looks exactly like God. John 4:24. God is a spirit. <laughs> so what does the sons and daughters look like? They look like spirits. Do you look like a spirit today? Or do you look like an animal that doesn't know that they're a spirit because they got their mind connected into their flesh and they're walking around the earth in gross darkness buried under the dust of the earth with snakes crawling on top of their heads in the curse of the fall. Rise from the dead. This is the hour of the resurrection of the dead. I'm not talking about just walking through graveyards and raising up some skeletons in the valley of dry bones. I'm talking about the resurrection of your spirit life. That your body never tastes decay when your heart and your brain are fully submitted to the Lamb of God on the white throne judgment seat of Christ in you. And you hopefully realize the glory. And hopefully you don't get bewitched again and go off in some temptation of some lying demon and get seven times worse, but you keep going from glory to glory. I was talking to the Father today as I'm doing my prayer walk and listening to the audio Bible and just getting so jacked up. Oh, it's just such a glorious day. Every day gets better because I keep feasting and my spirit keeps growing. And I was like, you know, does this spirit keep growing forever? You know, the, you're coming to some levels and it's getting really good. I want it to get better. I want to see the crackheads that were all pestering me outside my house before this broadcast delivered from crack. How much hotter I, do I need to burn to destroy drugs and alcohol and sexual morality and pornography from the world? You know, that's the kind of questions I have for the Father. Like, I mean, and he's like, just keep feeding your spirit, but you'll grow your spirit forever. Adam and Eve are still growing in the third heaven to this day. Thousands and thousands and thousands of years old, still growing. The Father is still fathering their spirits. He's the Father of all the spirits in heaven, and He's the Father of all the spirits on earth. 
He's even the father of the angels. Huh. He's really the father of all fatherhood. Have you been adopted? Do you know him? He knows you. He formed you in your mother's womb. You came out of his loins when that flash of light took place in your mother's womb. When you were conceived in your mother's womb, there was an energized flash, a boom of light. That was your spirit when you came into the world. Then your heart was formed around your spirit. And then your brain was formed. You're a spirit and you're a heart and you're a brain. But you are a spirit first. The spirit is even before the heart. The spirit is the flash and the bang in the womb at conception. Everyone, the moment they're conceived, BAM! is a spirit being. And the whole point of Christianity is to continue to grow your spirit from the womb like John the Baptist filled with the spirit from the womb. <laughs> you know? Make sure you're raising your kids as spirits and not meat sacks so they don't take the wide path of destruction of going after the flesh. But let the parents recognize their spirits first. But we got a whole mess of carnal Christians that go after the flesh and just try to be good meat sacks instead of being spirits. <laughs> Can you imagine being bewitched just trying to be a good meat sack? You know, my meat sack doesn't commit adultery anymore. I'm a Christian. Like, that's Christianity. Jesus didn't need to die on the cross for that rubbish. He could just have some discipline. You know, he could be a Pharisee and do that. The Pharisees were the enemies and the Antichrist. But they had a ton of discipline. It wasn't about discipline and being a good person. It was about the development of the spirit. <laughs> if you're not growing your spirit, you're not even in Christianity. Born of the Spirit. How can anyone be saved, Lord Jesus? Nicodemus, go into the Lord at night. <laughs> I know you're a teacher having come from God. How can I be saved? I can't crawl into my mother's womb again. Jesus, carnally minded, always thinking natural dimension. Bewitched. <laughs> you're the teacher of Israel and you don't know salvation is of the Spirit? It's written in Proverbs, but they got into so much religion they couldn't understand even the Proverbs anymore. Their wisdom had become human and not divine. But our wisdom comes from God. Christ is our wisdom. Christ is our understanding. Christ is our counsel. Christ is our might. Christ is our knowledge. Christ is our fear of the Lord. Christ is our Lordship. Christ is the seven spirits of God burning through our bodies. All our fountains of life, or the fountains of youth, are in Christ, in us. <laughs> Where? Right in your spirit. And your spirit is in your belly. It's true. And your whole heart lives off your spirit, and your whole soul lives off your heart. <laughs> and guess what? When you're a soul that lives off your heart, and a heart that lives off your spirit, you're a temple of the Holy Ghost, and the whole creation lives off your release. You're releasing the rivers of glory. You're releasing all the creative power that heals the nations. 
everyone will want to come and sit under that light. That's the light of life. You're the source now. You're a temple of it, that substance. And you have a bottomless cup because you're not bewitched anymore and you've recognized Christ in you, realizing the glory of Christ in you, no longer external, now internal. External Old Covenant, internal New Covenant. And now you have the substance of everything that everyone needs to walk perfectly in the world. It's called the Holy Spirit. Do you need just the Holy Spirit? You also need the Word. First John says you need the Word, you need the Spirit, and you need the blood. And these three are in agreement. <laughs> but he says that's all you need. All of creation will just move and get out of the way. There is no barrier of any demon, any hard-hearted religious Pharisee, any no human being can stop the Word, the Spirit, and the blood. I mean, they've tried every day for thousands of years. Satan has done everything he can in his fallen angel power using all the stars and using all the sorcerers that come into black covenant with him in the nations for power and money. And nothing can stop the Word, the blood, and the Spirit. Nothing. So when you get into the Word, the power of the Spirit, and the blood of the everlasting covenant, you become invincible. You're a temple of the Word, the Spirit, and the blood. That's how you overcome Satan, the world, and all sin. If you have a problem with sin, it's all because of malnourishment. Eat the Word until you have no desire for sin. It's true. All sins are because of malnourishment and a lack of eating the Word of God. When your belly is full of hidden manna, you have zero desire for sexual morality, zero desire for drugs and alcohol, zero desire for covetousness and greed, zero desire for pride. When you're filled with the hidden manna, it's all of you, Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, and none of me. You're high on God. You're drunk on the new wine. You're in ecstasy. You've overcome the world. You believe in Jesus. Now let your faith grow. Let your faith grow so big that you consume the heavens and the earth. You can walk this earth and sit on the heavenly sphere. Jesus did. Do you think Jesus was just in that body, that six-foot body walking around the earth? <laughs> he said, there's rivers coming out of me. John 7:38. I'm not just in this body. I'm wrapping the whole world with my spirit. I'm walking around Jerusalem. I'm doing all this crazy stuff. I'm having so much fun with my friends, causing a revolution in Israel, the first coming of the Messiah. It's a big, huge party. <laughs> a lot of people came to the party, and it was awesome. Even more will come to this party of His second coming. And we're in the midst of the second coming right now. If you think the second coming is a suddenly, you don't know. Second coming is not a suddenly. It's not a flash and a bang in the sky. It's an ever-increasing presence of God through us before He comes to us. The word for coming in Greek is parousia. His first parousia was 33 years. His second parousia, I believe, is 333 years. I know He's going to give us ample time to demonstrate the perfection of what He purchased on the cross. He's not coming back to a defeated, broken-down, 
cowardly, cringing, fawning, fearful bride. He's coming back to a bride that's equally yoked with him with spiritual abilities. That is victorious over death and hell. I mean, I'm already walking in it. The sons of God pioneer it. And the sons of God help all of the Christians come up to the high place on top Mount Zion and sing the song of Moses in the blood and in the word and in the spirit. Did you know that Mount Zion is spirit mountain? There's an elevation in the spirit. Jesus Christ taught that, oh, you thought, Capernaum, that you would be raised up into the heavens? No, you'd be cast down. He spoke of spiritual elevations of cities. <laughs> How much more the spiritual elevation of your hearts and minds? Philippians 3.11, that you may obtain the resurrection from the dead while in the body. You're in the body. You know, Jesus is in the body, but his heart and his mind are with his Father in the third heaven. In the sky, in the heavenly supernatural sphere. And it's 100% supernatural, but good thing, because so is your spirit. And once you realize it, you have all this fun stuff you get to do with God every day. Well, how do I learn it? You read the Bible. You listen to the apostles and prophets that walk in the supernatural. They walk closely with God in great holiness, in perfect holiness. Really, look for holiness. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. In other words, if they're not holy men and women, abstaining from drugs and alcohol, sexual morality, covetousness and greed, if, and pride, all, all of the fruits of witchcraft in Galatians chapter 5, envy and strife and all this nonsense you see demons doing every day, you know, my God, you don't want to eat off that person's table. Look for extreme holiness. So holy that it's questionable. It can't be human, but we're just not sure, like, what kind of alien thing this is. I mean, that, that's when you're really on the right track. I mean, like, it's a living creature gospel. That's a cherubim and seraphim, heavenly supernatural third heaven glory gospel of the throne room of Almighty God. That's the gospel the angels long to listen to, that even angels can intensify and increase in glory from listening to the Father's word coming through the sons of God. <laughs> even angels long to look into these things. Why? Because they're still growing. Everything in the kingdom of heaven is growing and is alive. Only in dead, cold hell is everything just stagnant right where it's at calculated, precise, and dead. There's no life in religion. It wants to always figure it out in the brain and it's lifeless. Christianity is a river of life. It's always flowing, ever moving, always growing, going from glory to glory. Unpredictable so that the flesh can never figure it out. I mean, it's always been that way. Old Covenant, Elijah was that way. All the prophets were that way. Purposely outside the carnal mind, to get the people to be more spiritual. Because freedom has always been in the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's what Adam breathed into his nostrils and he became a living soul. That's how he was animated from the dust of the earth. By the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit we take for granted. We're like, and it's like, oh, and we're still begging and we're beat up by demons. And it's like, well, you got that cap over your head. You're submitted to the persons of the wicked. <laughs> no wonder why you're cursed. You're in a carnal system of carnal Christianity that ain't from God. 
God has never dwelt in any building made by human hand. And that's why your faith is so tiny, because you live inside a little incubator with little tiny chicken eggs. And you've never grown up to fill the universe with your spirit like a true Christian. So you can walk in the basic normality of what Jesus walked in, in the body, but present with the Father, filling the heavenly supernatural sphere. That's not just for mystics. That's for every single Christian. I mean, that's what Ephesians 2.6 is all about. Having been seated with Christ in heavenly places is about being raptured of heart and mind in the heavens while your body walks the earth so that you're governing all flesh, subduing all flesh as you're commanded to in Genesis. If you're not subduing flesh, I mean, have you subdued your flesh? And this is a wonderful thing God told me today about Paul's epistles. That as a special consecrated messenger, which means apostle, a special consecrated, made holy, perfect messenger from God, sent from the throne of God, a sent one, an apostle, he's writing the very words from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ that you need in your heart activated to overcome the demon spirits of your territory and to take over the heavenly sphere and begin ruling and reigning. That's the apostolic message. The special messengers, the apostles, give you the words from God to fill your hearts and ignite you with the very words you need to cast out all the demon territorial spirits principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, all spiritual wickedness, and begin governing a dome-like structure of heavenly glory called the kingdom of heaven around your bodies in that region. It's called ruling and reigning. It's the most basic principle of the apostolic in the Gospels. He laid hands on them. He sent them out to conquer cities and nations. Go and disciple all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Nations! How do you do that? Your body's on earth, but your heart and mind are in heaven with God the Father on the white throne judgment seat of Christ, and you're blazing the river of fire that destroyed Babylon that Daniel saw in chapter 7 of Daniel through all flesh with words of fire. The Song of Moses in Deuteronomy 32 is all the words of Jesus Christ that Moses had in him, burning in him, talking to the Lord face to face, going into the high place, and cutting down the lying demons, which are lies, out of all brains. Like tender mown grass, my words are like the dew of morning upon the tender green grass. It mows the grass. It cuts down the weeds. It removes the stones from the heart. It completely incinerates the foul birds of the air so that there's no flies in the perfume, so that all your territory around your souls is the good, clean air of the third heaven and not infested with the prince of the power of the air and evil spirits that always confuse and always put people in bondage to works. So it's the time for the full apostolic and the sons of God walk in it and it will again shake the earth. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys, a lot of people that think they're going to be okay or not okay, a lot of people that are not even religious will be better off than most Christians. The worst thing you could ever get into is religion and appearances of good and knowledge of good in the brain. 
The best thing you could do is just have a tender heart and realize you're just a humble child and it's just, I need God. I need God. I realize there's so much more to the kingdom and the Bible, the Word, the Spirit, and the blood than I currently know. And you stay humble and you let Christ teach you. You find good apostles and prophets that will build your spirit up so that you can reign in the heavenly sphere. Be raptured of heart and mind, which is just basic, normal Christianity. It's not just mystics. It's not just sons of God. You're all called to be Huyo, sons of God, which is dependent on the river of life from your belly blazing through your heart and mind. How high can the river of glory gush your heart and mind? How high can your consciousness go in Christ, the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ is in the most high place. The high heavens, the Bible calls it. You got the mid heavens, the stars, and then you got the high heavens called the third heaven. And we're on earth. You got to let the gush of God, the river of life, carry your whole spirit through your heart and mind up into the third heaven. That's what it means to be raised from the dead while in the body. That's what's going to happen to millions of people now as they're raptured by the river of life and their spirit is taken up into the heights of heaven while they're still in the body. I mean, that's what I'm really talking about here in a never-ending party. Can you see the whole earth in ecstasy? One person that raises a standard of perfect rapture of heart and mind while in the body. Total resurrection, moral resurrection, spirit resurrection while in the body. Third heaven-minded, third heaven-hearted, third heaven, your spirit's there. Seated on the white throne judgment seat of Christ while in the body. One with the Father, just like Jesus Christ in His 33rd year. In all the wisdom and all the favor of God the King. From that person's body is the full release of the glory of the Almighty. It's a stampede of white horses through all flesh. And they're the carriers of the Word of God. And they will incinerate all the enemies of God because you've sat at His right hand and He has made all your enemies a footstool for your feet in the name of Jesus Christ. If you want to sow into that word for your life, donate at redletterman.com and be blessed. Amen.